Walking on, walking on broken glass. Do, 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 do. Walking on, walking on broken glass. Oh, bloody hell, shall we? you clean this glass up? I'll ask you for the last bloody time, and if you don't sort it out, you'll be out. Hello. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to oh, episode... 59 of the <laughs> Stu and Al pod. <laughs> With him, Stu. And the Al. <laughs> Stu was trying to record the start there of the podcast and it didn't work. So, um, but. Uh, I forgot to press record. Forgot to press record. So, uh, on with the show. Stu, how's your week been? Oh, I've been to France, Al. Ooh la la. Good country, isn't it? France. Ooh, we have a bit. Hey, Stu. We. Oui. It is ah, a country, yeah. You speak the lingo, yeah, do you? Well, yeah, very fluently, I think you'll find. Good, yeah, good. Come on, to Oh, je m'appelle Alex. Yeah. Uh, ça va? Yeah, I'm all right, I do. Yeah, yeah, not so bad. And still, if you're in a country like France and you don't speak the language, just point and talk a little bit louder. Yep. It's the English well, way, I always isn't make sure I've got my England shirt with me whenever I go abroad. And just so point. I just point at the badge. And then they yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And then they know you want lager. Yeah, <laughs> And a fight. According to my history books, anyway, France, you're going to surrender at any moment. So um, once you've done that, get the beers in. Napoleon Bonaparte. Bonus part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, we might be a bit more rowdy today because me and Stu are in the same room. Yeah, it's one of them ones where we're in the same room. So it will sound better than usual as well. Yeah, hopefully. Because we can never get our mics right. Um, Anyway, yeah, France, good trip. Really was. Five days there. Did you know... Did no. you know, in Marseille, they actually give you a certificate with every souvenir that you buy as a means of demonstrating that it's a genuine product of southern France. Oh, nice. So you could say it's proven province, province, provenance. <laughs> oh, very good. I was almost slightly worried there that you were going to do a uh, Spanish Inquisition joke. I, th- I didn't know. The they're gone. Of. I know, but, but you bought them back a while ago once. Uh, once they're and gone, they're gone now. Anyway. Speaking of France as well, while I was there, I went bicycling through a city in France this week. Suddenly my wheel came off, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a bit too loose. No. Oh. Oh, and hopefully France will t- to lose, to lose the in the World Cup. Off, yeah. <laughs> but I stayed in a haunted B&B in France there, didn't I? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Had to leave after the first night, though. He gave me the crips. <laughs> what, do you want a croissant instead? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But before I actually went to France, before I left... Yeah. Um, I flew there from uh, London, you know. Yeah. Boy, were your arms tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I left for France, um, I called British Airways to ask if I could fly to France for my driver's licence. But she said, nah, you're going to need a plane, mate. Oh, bloody hell, mate. Lovely <laughs> stuff. Is that, that everything? Oui. Well, Stu. <laughs> oui. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> Stu, it was your birthday yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was your birthday yesterday. So I've got a surprise for you. Just Mm. coming through that door now, you can see her. It's Jackie D. Oh, fucking hell. And she's she's nude. Um, She wanted to do it nude. She's got a candle placed uh, very provocatively. I won't tell the listeners where it is. Yes, I can see it for us. (laughs) The funny thing is that she's facing us, so I don't have to see it. (laughs) So Stu, I'm going to pass over to Jackie. Hi, Stu. Yeah, Happy birthday for yesterday, all right? Yeah, I'm all right. 21 again, is it? That's what I keep saying. Yeah. I've said it for 37 years now. <laughs> Stu, yeah. I thought I'd sing you a song. Go on then. Okay. It's a new birthday song I've written just for you. 
Alright. Happy birthday to Stu. Happy birthday to Stu. Happy birthday to Stu. Happy birthday. But he's a jolly good fellow. What do you think? Still Get out of my pub, you bitch! Alright, Thea. I think she stole parts of birthday songs. Because I definitely heard the happy birthday song. Yeah. I heard happy birthday by Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Stevie Live. <laughs> and I also, <laughs> I also heard a little bit of He's a Jolly Good Fellow there. So. Yes, by um, Vera Lynn. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Yeah, may as well be. Right, anyway, let's crack we'll on. We'll meet again for He's a Jolly Good Fellow. And I know he'll be a jolly good fellow again. Top three. <laughs> Each episode, I'm not going to say each week because it's not politically correct. Okay. Or true. <laughs> yep. But each episode, we um, we have a subject, we tell you our three favourite things about it, and then we open it up to the socials. To the old socials. And the worldwide tell us their favourite three things. So, Al, if I have to say to you, what are your top three... You're looking around my kitchen, so obviously you're no. looking for inspiration. What are your top three things about Amsterdam? Oh. Drugs, sex, rock and roll. Oh, very um, good. Well, actually, still, I've been to Amsterdam and I did none of those things, but uh, I did enjoy uh, the cafes. I had a really nice peppermint tea over there, Stu. Oh, them cafes? <laughs> no, it wasn't one of those cafes oh. because I was hungover, so I didn't want to do anything. I went to one of those cafes. Oh, did you? Was it good? It's what, the old yellow, yellow. Yes, yes, that. The old, uh, the old, the old three rolls. Oh, my drugs. I hope you didn't bring any back with you, Stu, because that would be illegal. No. no. Excellent. We went, um, we went to a, um, their version of a Hooters bar to watch Chelsea versus Liverpool as well. Hooters? Sadly, <laughs> Liverpool won 2-0. Oh, no. Fernando Dorish scored two goals. Well, Stu, my favourite things that I saw over there was the peppermint tea I had. Everyone going around in bicycles and the many little bridges. Now, we went. This is like Fernando Torres at Liverpool, so it's a good many years ago now. Yeah. How much do you reckon the Guinness that was bought for me was... And let me tell you, it wasn't very nice either. Uh, 15 euros. Yeah, back, it, back in 2000. Oh, about 5 euros. 9 euros. <gasps> and that would be about 100 pounds these 100 days. 100 euros probably now. <laughs> At least. And that's before inflation. Mm. So Stu, um, on the last episode I uh, decided this top three and it was the top three UK TV theme tunes. So how would you find it Stu? Yeah, very nostalgic. So, the, the way that I've picked mine, um, I've picked a, one that perfectly matches the genre of the, the TV show. Oh, right. No. What, oh, no, but I like these theme tunes. The second one I've picked doesn't fit the genre of the TV show whatsoever, but it's such a good theme tune. And the third one, my number, number one, is just because I loved hearing this theme tune. And it, the sh- I love the show. The theme tune matched it perfectly. Um, I just based my I like the songs, so I just picked the three songs. Hey, Stu. Number one, hey, I like the songs. Oh, I like the shows as well. That's fine. Number two, I don't know what the show is, but I know the it's song. Like, it's not Sex and Shopping, is it? No. All right, fair enough. Da, 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 da. That's Channel Five Football. Da, 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 da. <coughs> <coughs> that was Sex and Shopping. That's Channel Five Football. It ain't. Right, so Stu, number three. What Thursday you got for me? Nights. Are you open nights? <laughs> That's the new <laughs> one. That? I'll see that shit. <laughs> Well, give us your number three. Fools and horses, Al. 
The intro and the outro. <laughs> I always thought it was sang. David Bowie LPs. Trevor Francis track suits. I always thought. I always thought it was Rodney that sang it because no, it sounds just like. John I know it's Sullivan. not. John, John Sullivan. Sullivan, the writer. The writer, the creator. Yeah. Gold bliss, Hooky Street. Now the um, yeah. So you got um, Hooky Street as the outro, and Why Do Only Fools is Why Do Only Fools and Horses Work as the intro. See, it's weird, isn't it? Na, 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 na. Until na, I was na, researching, na, na, na. until I was researching these, I always thought that the theme tune to us to a TV show was at the start and end. But then when I was like going through all these, yes. I was like, a lot of them, it's got a different theme tune for the end, and I was Some, like, I, that blew me away. Mm. Blew you away, did it? Yeah. Must have been windy out there. Oh, it blew me down with a feather. Yeah, so yeah, written for by John Sullivan, as you say. Um, I haven't really got any facts, just really like some, really like the show. So I've got a little story um, about this. Top class. It was, um, it was uh, my grandma's funeral uh, quite a few years back. Well, she had Hockey Street. Um, and at the end, they said, we're going to play out a song for everyone to walk out at. A song that, if you ever went round to their house... This music was always playing. We're like, "What is it?" And the only Fools and Horse theme um, tune started, and we all like smiled. And it was like, "Yeah, actually, I always remember it being on there." And it was such a lovely, not like, "Oh, I don't want Will Meet again." But yeah, yeah I'd have, I'd have that, again. I'd have that for the intro for my funeral, and then I think I'd have my number one pick oh. for the outro. I'd have Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> oh yes, good. So let's do my number one. <laughs> my number three is a song that perfectly matches the genre of the TV show and it is the match of the day theme <laughs> like it sounds football it sounds football doesn't it it's it perfect so let's do a little bit about it it was composed by Barry Stoller um, Barry Stoller Barry Stoller it fits perfectly with what it is um, it was first played on the 15th of August 1970 and Stu Barry Stoller got a brief for this he, he got asked to do this and they said sure, to him, didn't he because he used to wear boxers <laughs> you know what they said to him you know what his brief was it was simply to write something good oh uh, and he felt that the music encapsulated um, in, in, in football and I think that he did Cheers. and apparently it is the most recognisable UK TV theme tune well it features on um, Superman match of the day <laughs> match of the day yeah, but it features in Superman is it you know uh, not Superman Music Man Oh yeah! I am the music man. I go round anywhere. I play match of the day. Alan Hansen and Mark Larson. Did my Mark Lawrence impressions quite good? Mark Larson. Mark Larson. Mark Larson. Oh, look at me quiff. There's me Tashcan. It's me watchboard. Did you see Mark Lawrence on that um, Paddy Power advert? Yeah. Oh my it's god. It's great, wasn't it? Redeemed himself. He's he? shown that he's got a sense of humor. Yeah, he should have had that on Match of the Day. Yeah. So, Stu, number, number two for us. The two I've got. Um, it was a TV show called The Protectors. Never heard of it. No. But their theme for that was Avenues and Alleyways. Go on, sing a bit. It's the avenues and alleyways. Ba ba ba. Oh, yeah. Welcoming the life. Abel and his brother fighting one another. In and out of every night. Lovely song. Go on, give us a bit of information. So, apparently, this show is about international private detectives and it stars Robert Vaughan as Harry. He was the leader of the protectors. Lalafonte. I don't know if it's Belafonte or not. 
Um, yeah, haven't used it as it is. By Tony Christie, of course. One of my favourite songs. Excellent. Well, Stu, my number two. I've picked this because it's one of the theme tunes that doesn't fit the programme whatsoever. It is the Birds of a Feather theme tune. Now, if... Wow. Let's end it before we start. Um, now, Birds of a Feather, if anyone's ever watched it, it's a comedy programme. And I'm doing, I'm doing air quotes there, Stu. Yeah. With, uh, you loved it. I did love Birds of a Feather. That's one of the reasons I picked it. But the theme tune went like this. What'll I do when you are far away And I can do what'll I do I always thought it was about Chris Waddle. I always sing Waddle. What'll I do? But that oh, marrying was... Chris Waddle. What'll I do? <laughs> but it's such a depressing <laughs> theme tune. It is. For a for a for you comedy. Outro, isn't you? Yeah, for Birds of and what was the outro? I'm Leslie Joseph, <laughs> look at the maps. That's the good it was. Did so catch on. This was um, sung by Irving, it was Irving Berlin's What'll I Do? Um, but it was sung by William, so, so the version they used to in the first two series was sung by William Atherton for the 1974 film The Great Gatsby. Unbelievable. But from the third series, it was sung by Quirk and Robson. Which is lovely to hear, isn't it? Who are they? Pauline Quirk and uh, oh, Linda so Robson. Oh, Quirk the, and no, Robson. No, the main characters. Do you remember yeah. what... Stu, a, a bonus point here. Can you remember what uh, Pauline Quirk's last name was? Quirk. No, in the TV show. Feather. Theodopolopidus. Uh, <laughs> what Darren! Was, what was Leslie Joseph's character called? Um, Doreen? Yeah, it was then. They all Doreen! She was a right slag. She was a right slagger. <laughs> I like Doreen. Short skirt. That's this week's top three. Top three TV slappers. <laughs> Just Dirty Den. <laughs> <laughs> For the benefit of the tape that Al was sucking his finger. No, I wasn't. You were doing it. Yeah, you were doing it. Right, Stu, give us your number one. Uh, heartbeat by Heartbeat. <laughs> Heartbeat, why do you miss when my baby kisses? Did it, did it, did it, See, the only reason I didn't like this, too, is because when you heard Heartbeat, you realised it was Sunday evening and you'd got to go back to school the yeah, next day. Yeah, I didn't like it back then, but now, when I watch it on ITV4 yeah. every day, and it's, <laughs> and it's class. <coughs> really is. I like it a lot. The feature was recorded by Nick Berry, who also starred in the show originally. Oh, did he? And he was um, PC Nick Berry. Heartbeat, I think. <laughs> Which is Heartbeat, I think. That's why it's called Heartbeat. I think it's PC oh, right. Heartbeat. <laughs> PC Heart. Oh, this is cool. PC Heartbeat. <laughs> you what, pal? You must be the uh, centre of the town, then. <laughs> Sadly, I'm sorry, the Heartbeat of the uh, police force. What was he called? PC Nick Berry. No, Nick Berry's his name. P- it was, I swear he was called Nick. Right, we'll look at it later. We'll, we'll look, look, look at it later. later. We'll look at it later. I'll, I'll tell you what, um, why don't you yeah, um, send in. Yeah, get um, Heartbeat Season 1 on VHS. <laughs> I bet that's worth the fortune now. Fuck it. Ah, DVD uh, the theme tune was recorded by him. Um, it was originally by Buddy Holly. That reached number two in the charts, the Nick Berry version. Um, 
The song was also covered by Shawani Wadi. Shawani Wadi. And now they're doing Shawani Wadi's Heartbeat. <laughs> Want to see him live? I'll fix it for you. No, stop it. Uh, that only got to number seven in the chart. Oh. Mm. So yeah, Heartbeat in Heartbeat is my uh, number one. Excellent. <laughs> 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 right, Stu, my number one. My number one. It's one of my favourite TV shows ever. And I, I still I couldn't choose between the uh, intro and the outro. You can have both. So I put it. I put it in both, and it's bottom. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's men behaving badly. <laughs> yeah. No. So bottom. The <laughs> intro. Hold on. The intro was BB uh, Blue. Song by uh, no, it's called BB Blues, um, by the band The Bum Notes, and it went like this. No, it wasn't. That was the outro. Yeah, it was because we just dancing into the words. That was the outro, but that was also done by the bum notes too. What was the intro? The intro is. I just thought another an honourable mention. Yeah. So Stu, um, the songs, as I say, were both recorded by the Bum Notes, which was a band that Aid Edmondson used to be in. Oh. Um, it, the BB's Blues is a cover of a BB King song. Um, I don't know. What, I assume it's called BB's Blues. I don't know. Uh, and the end credits is called Last Night by Markies, um, but it was re-recorded by the Bum Notes. I just think both were such good songs. Lovely bit of music. Lovely bit of music. Oh, it's very catchy. Oh, very catchy. Very catchy. Even, even though we forgot the first one. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. But... It was uh, just a lovely bit of music. So, Stu, that's our top three. Why don't you tell us what the uh, old social media people oh, said? Well, I'll go and get us another log. Yeah. Another log. Another lager. Heineken for me, please, Al. <laughs> oh, you're lucky, because that's the only ones I've got. Hey! All right, then. So, the, um, the socials. Okay. We'll start with um, Becca. Becca Skinner. Skinner! <laughs> She's gone for toast. I can't remember the theme to that. That way, is it? Oh, yes. Toast of London all that. Yeah. Uh, toast Peep Show and Doctor Who. Yeah. Peep Show's good. I'm not a big upper thing fan. Doctor Who. Uh, new to the show, Jenny. Jenny! Jenny! Uh, she's picked Man Down. That's mm -hmm. great. I introduced that recently. Yep. One of my new favourite shows. Uh, the Bill. Yep. And Red Dwarf. See, that's a different intro and outro as well, isn't it? Because yes. it's instrumental on the intro and then on the outro. Oh, yeah. It's cold outside. It's fucking freezing outside. Let's get together now. Now, technically, we could use that as a UK theme tune, but no one picked it. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, Frank's picked Are You Being Served, Bedlam, and Game of Trowns. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You've seen the Game of Thrones with the big dragon there. <laughs> uh, Frank's podcast partner, Davey A, has gone for Men Behaving Badly. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Dempsey and Make Peace. Yeah. 
Dempsey. And make peace. We do things on the show for you. Solving crime, I think. Or is it a comedy <laughs> on that show? <laughs> Write in and let us know. <laughs> First one to get the correct answer will win a Dempsey and make peace sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, London's burning. <clears throat> London's burning, London's burning. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's casualty. <laughs> Same sort of thing. Nina, Nina, London's fucking burning. Da, 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 da. Get your rose out, lads. <laughs> that would have been better, wouldn't it? London's fucking burning. <laughs> Why did it not get London's burning by the clash? I know. Rookie error, lads. Um, Richie has picked. Skeleton Warriors, Bucky O'Hare, Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> Captain Bucky! Captain Bucky, Bucky O'Hare! Now all oh, yeah, remember these... Biker Mice from Mars? Yeah. Biker Mice from Mars! <laughs> all of these are American shows, though. So I pointed oh, yeah. it out to him, but he just said, so what? Richie B does what he wants. Well, I feel bad for singing them now. Amy's picked Gladiators. Yep. That's it. Okay. Ready! Well, Gladiators. Oh, yeah. Ready! Ready. Bilko, Big Break, Grandstand, and The Bill. <laughs> I was like, Big Break. Um, what was that? No, I just found it's it. only a game, so you better believe I'm right. I'm going to be snickering you, snickering you today. Big Break. What about snickering you mean? I'm going to be snickering you tonight. Right. Jeff, you're here with your wife. You play a bit of snooker and I'll be snookering your wife. <laughs> Big break! <laughs> the grandson though, wasn't it? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Michael, welcome and wise. Bring me sunshine. Yep. Play cards, right? <laughs> you have to make them bigger, I can't see them. <laughs> and the good life. Oh, the good life. Good life. Any others? Uh, Brent Ultron, Nightmare, The Crystal Maze, and Doctor Who. <laughs> regular Gav has gone for oh hey it's regular Gav it's regular Gav he talks a lot of old shit he bloody does <laughs> he's gone for BBC Snooker <laughs> that that's the one that doesn't fit the the the, the TV show. It's too no, cool for snooker. Cricket people, The snooker should be the funeral march. <laughs> uh, that nightmare on top of the pops. Yeah. Uh, G has got crystal maze, gladiators, and red dwarf. But we sang all them already, yeah. so that is it. I've got one honourable mention, Stu. I've got four. The Upper Hand. The Upper Hand. <laughs> Do you remember that? Remember it was uh, the bloke who went to live, um, he was like a cleaner and he went to live with, and Honor Blackman was the mum in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Great that, wasn't it? That wasn't the theme tune. It's just. I give you the upper hand. Yeah, I will give you the upper hand. The man who's cleaning is trying to have sex with the woman that works there. But the mum is interested in him instead, so she's cock blocking a daughter now. <laughs> With Anna Blackman. <laughs> the upper hand. She was pussy girl. <laughs> she was. <laughs> I must be dreaming. <laughs> um, yeah, mine are a lot of mentions. Freedom of done already. Grandstand on the bill. Uh, fun house. Fun house, a whole lot of fun. Brothers to be one. It's a weird thing to do. What happened to him if he did that bit there? Nah, he's probably dead. I could come in and do the future, but only if I do it like this. <laughs> but what are you saying? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, and the young ones. Once upon a lifetime. Right, well, thank you very much for your uh, contributions to this show. Yeah. Stu, what, it's your choice for the next top three. What, what are you choosing, man? I'm choosing your top three United Kingdom seaside towns. Oh. Something about a bus to Bargate. Don your Rain Mac and uh, Umbrella and Wellington Boots. You already need them. And head down to Skegness. Hey, Stu, in the summer. <laughs> See what I did there? It's funny because the weather has always shaped. <laughs> I made it seem like it was going to be winter, but then I said it was already summer. So if you would like to tell us your top three UK, UK seaside towns, you can... You can contact us uh, via Instagram and Twitter. We are at Stu and Alpod. Or via email, stuandalpod at gmail.com. So that was top three. And now it's time for 90s Corner. No, 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 90s Corner. In each episode, Stu and I are going through the 90s, telling you our favourite films, TV shows and pop culture moments. In the last episode, we were on 1998 single. Stu, how did the uh, poll get on? <laughs> 15 votes! Oh, very poor. Very poor. I don't know, it happened this week. Yeah. Uh, downer. Bit of a downer. Bit of a downer. Oh, you put it up this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. So, Stu, what's, uh, what was the poll results? The poll results were as follows. <clears throat> when you find it. In fourth place on 7% was... Ghetto superstar, that is what you are. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> in joint second place, with 27% of the vote, save tonight in Iris. Yes, that means an intergalactic one. So this week's winner, 40% of the vote, intergalactic planetary. Flame on, I'm gone, I'm so sweet like a nice bonbon. Oh no, that was um, that was three MCs and one DJ. Oh, it was body motion. Body moving. Bollocks. Oh, never mind. Um, so, Stu, on this episode, we wanted your top pop culture moment from the year 1998. I'll go first, if you if you like. I have picked the Ronaldo incident before the 98 World Cup final. Oh, yeah, that's it. So, if you don't know about this, uh, Brazil were playing France in the final of the Bonjour. 1998 uh, World Cup, which France went on to win 3-0. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo was only 21 at the time. Christ. Well, um, <laughs> and there was so much pressure on him because uh, mm. he'd come through uh, and he was such a, a big player for, for Brazil. 
but originally it was left out at the starting eleven, and no one knew why. And when it yeah, was announced, news, wasn't it? The, was yeah, the, in the, the, commentator, the commentators were going mental because I couldn't understand what had happened. Des, Des Lyman's moustache actually curled up. Yeah. Curled up. And actually, for five seconds, it's not on his face. Hmm. But no one knows where it went. To go and see where Ronaldo was. Yeah. Um, but apparently he'd suffered a convulsive fit hours before the game. Um, so they decided he wasn't going to play. And I didn't realise this, too. I always thought that it was Brazil that made him play, but it wasn't. He actually pleaded to be put back in the starting lineup. He was off his game. And he, they put him back in, but yeah, he was off his game. Or, or you know, and it, so it was not Ronaldo. For a 21-year-old, that much pressure, I, I imagine that had a little bit in it, but it was just such a big yeah. moment. And if, if he was on top form, who knows what that final would have ended up like. Yes, well, we'll never know. <clears> no. But if, it was, if he was his usual self, it could have been a whole different game. Hello. Yep. Well, then, what you got? Uh, the first episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? <laughs> is it A? Is it B? Is it C? The very C first contestant, I, I went back into the history books here. The very first contestant was Albert Borealis, would you believe? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, he reached £32,000 and he took the money when he couldn't answer the question about the Vietnam War. Oh, excellent. So, do you want to hear my impression of Chris Tarrant? I, I will warn you, I think I've done that podcast before, but I'll do it again. Yeah. My impression of Chris Tarrant always goes American. No, Australian, sorry. You ready? Right. <laughs> is it A? Is it B? Is it C or is it D? You see what I mean? I don't know how it goes. Or is it D? Is it D, though, mate? So, yeah, Chris Tarrant. Well, so, yeah, that's it. That's so, that's okay. It. So, those two still in uh, What's going to join them in the poll? Well, yeah, the Google got founded. Oh, did it? By Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Or so he says, I corrected him. It was Uncle Dorigay that founded Google. <laughs> Uncle Dora Google. Because it used to be called Nickers Google. <laughs> oh. But no one could ever like, remember the title, so he just, I'll take the Nickers away, I think, so I have a yeah, fondness for those. <laughs> I would got a real plan just, for them. Just leave it at Google. Speaking of Aussies, Australia, Aussie Dan. Yeah. Uh, looking at the headline, too good to lose, before England actually lost 2-1 to Romania. Oh, brilliant, yep. In the 98 World Cup. Ha! Uh, Jenny. 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 HDTV is introduced. Mmm. Do you have the hood tough? Hood tough. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> it's regular gas. It's regular gas. He talks a load of old shit. He does, doesn't he? Yes. He does. What did he say? Uh, they launched the first sections of Space Station. Boring. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> Ow, this person's having a theme tune just for one episode. Yeah. I like to moan a lot. I like to moan a lot. I like to moan a lot. I like to moan. It's Keza G. <laughs> she's, she's, <laughs> she's... She'll like that. <laughs> she's... So comment on the socials, Kate, if you want us to keep that in or not. I like doing it just now, to be fair. So, uh, Kate's on for the Good Friday Agreement. Yep. Yeah. Okay, not much to say about that. And uh, Katie's famous friend, Catherine, has picked that blue song came out, didn't it? She must mean all right. All rise for the One city for the street. money and the free ride. It's two for the flag and the night. All rise. All right, all right, all right. All rise. All rise. All rise. And that's it. So, Stu, it's going to be R2. I think we've got to go with um, the foundation of Google. Yeah. And um, 
What's the other one? I like the too good to lose, but then mine's 98 World Cup, so I've probably got to leave that out. Let's have HDTV. All right, let's do the HDTV is invented. So those uh, will go up on uh, Twitter in a poll. Sorry, Gav. Um, but uh, we didn't yeah, put I space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but keep, keep, you'll get one in eventually, which he did actually a while ago, and he won. Did he? Yeah, he won that with a girl jumped over his head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well done, oh, Gav. That's off that, didn't we? Yeah. So... Um, as I say, that, that will go on uh, Twitter and, on, and in, uh, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram <laughs> next week. Um, but so on the next episode, we're moving into the year 1999, to the last Fucking hell, space 1999. year of the 90s, okay? Listeners, where do you want us to go after this? Well, we've already got a plan. Have we? Yeah, I spoke to you about it. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the next episode, we would like to know your favourite film from the year 1999. Oh, Frankly, my dear, I don't, don't give a, a damn. damn. Uh, that wasn't out in 1999, so you can't have that. No. Uh, imagine a Jurassic Park film was out. Yeah. We just don't know. The Matrix? No, that was... Ni- oh, I think we've already had that, haven't we? Oh, I think The Matrix that was, last... was 99. All right. I'm not sure... Write in and let, well, don't write in, just tell us your films. <laughs> <laughs> write a letter, self addressed envelope. Stamped addressed envelope, and we'll put a picture in it of a duck. Still to come. <laughs> Find out what Terry Wogan's been up to this week in this week's Wogan's Island, Wogan. Yeah. So it is. I take a trip to the Bag of Nails and meet someone who is obsessed with crime. Oh, a yeah. criminal then. Could say that. Mm-hmm. It's Mighty Ducks versus Mike Bassett and Tits Up. Oh, I watched Mike Bassett this week. I was laughing my head. So good, isn't it? <laughs> you dropped. <laughs> Please, Gaffer, no. <laughs> uh, Mike Reed offers some more tri- tips, trips, and tips on life. But first, here's our one of them adverts that we all like <laughs> a lot. For subpar comedy and poor impressions, it's time for. Pubcall Records has got your number one Christmas gift with the new UK TV theme songs sung by two blokes down the pub who have had a couple of drink. <laughs> drink. That's <Sorry. laughs> featuring EastEnders. <laughs> Coronation Street. Couples on Coronation Street. Rivals return and pays off. Match of the day. The bill. Oh no, sorry, hold on, I missed one. The bill. That's right. Beautiful melodies sung by two drunk blokes down a pub, which also includes Bodger and Badger. Badger, Badger, get out of cam and cut your face, you can't. Rosie and Jim. Rosie and Jim, all pair of cats, <laughs> rhyming up back the old pedo. <laughs> Quack! <laughs> Who's gonna fucking duck in here? The Crystal Maze. 
And many, many more. <laughs> you remember taking this feature. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Buy today, and you'll also receive an extra CD of the two drunk blokes arguing about which soap star had the best arse. I'll tell you what, Zach Letitia Dean. Oh, it's Tom Clement. Oh, yeah. Mike Reed. Oh, where is it? Top tips. <laughs> <laughs> but wait. We'll also include. <laughs> we'll also include two drunk blokes upset at the death of Dirty Dead in EastEnders. Oh, oh it was such a lovely. What a kill off Fuck's sake! Hello, princess. Remember that? <laughs> Hello, princess. Oh. Remember that thing he did on the internet with his finger in his mouth? Oh, he oh, killed a taxi driver. <laughs> 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 you murdering bastard. I'll miss him. Order now. <laughs> and now it's time for In The News. In each episode, Stu reads us two news stories. One he's made up and one that he's found on Tinterweb. It also goes through sports, the weather, uh, Arnie's tra- travels. No, no travels on Arnie's this week. Um, health for Dr. Doris and anything else? Uh, business, bit of business. Bit, a bit of business. So, what's on the telly? And what's on the telly? So here we go. Here, oh, sorry, pardon me. Here are your right. headlines. Breadlines? Headlines. Headlines. Thanks, Al. The Mafia, you know them? Them little crank. C. C. Oh, But the Mafia have decided to get into crime online to keep ahead of the law and the game. Yeah, that's a fair point. A new app called uh, Pay Up Pal has become very popular <laughs> for those in organised crime, especially those in South East London. <laughs> pay Up Pal, you can't. Pay Up Pal. A train has finally been arrested after a wild crime spree. Wow. Oh. Choo choo. Choo choo indeed. The train said, I don't know what happened, I went crazy. I guess you could say I had a locomotives. Oh. Yeah, that's not a loco, I see. <laughs> And an exclusive to win the news this week, a tattoo removal specialist, Dr. Pablo Ramos, confessed to us recently that he had committed crimes in the dozenfold and has never been caught. Well, I guess nobody expects the Spanish ink physician. Oh, God, it came back. back. (laughs) When you said that earlier, I was like, fuck it out. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. The story number one. Can dogs read? Sorry, Stuart. What? <laughs> Rufus, a German shepherd Rottweiler cross, was taken in by his owner as a puppy when she found him wandering the streets. Owner Sharon Rogers realised he was fond of games. So she used flashcards to teach him how to read the words sit, stay, and get me a beer from the fridge, <laughs> and train him to respond accordingly. Sharon said the now seven-year-old pooch picked up the skills in a matter of months and has also learned how to ring the doorbell to be let in after playing outside. Ah, oh, lovely. Proud Sharon said, proud. <laughs> Rufus has always been really intelligent. I could tell he was getting bored with toys. I wanted to learn something new. He just kept throwing them across the room. 
Maybe just wanted new toys. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been that. Well, that's a, what a dog does. Yeah. I began training him to read around July. Uh, Rufus picked it up so quickly and follows the commands. He really enjoys it. Yeah, but... Something he's forced to do. He seemed very bright and, and took to learning it easily. He recognises the shapes and gets a treat if he's correct. Lovely. Could be overfeeding him. Yeah. Cruelty. <laughs> Sharon keeps Rufus on a varied diet of biscuits, chicken and cheese, or yoghurt-flavoured hooch. Uh, treats. Yoghurt-flavoured <laughs> treats, of course. His favourite hobbies are chasing squirrels or sitting in his chair and reading, <laughs> and reading the Daily Star. <laughs> Sharon said he's a gentle giant. He adores strokes and meeting new people. That's strokes as in stroking a dog, not having a heart sack every Wednesday. So, has Sharon got a reading dog? Or story number two, Keanu Reeves is to become a taxi driver in Los Angeles. But it's not for a part in a movie, Al. Ooh. Oh, no. Well, it's could be believable. This is to fill his spare time in between making movies. Mm. Uh, we caught up with Beirut-born Keanu, and here's what he had to say. Whoa. <laughs> right, what passengers have I got? Hang on. <clears throat> What's all this? John Wick? John Wick 2? John Wick 3? Yo, base. <clears throat> you got John Wick down three times, man. Fix my roots. Whoa. Hey, what you guys in a sec? Just need to speed. Oh, this last, God. Uh, just, uh, just go through my root planner. Just one sec. I'm telling you now, whoa. So they have no idea what they're doing up there. Look at this. Go to 47 Ronin, then the lake house. <laughs> they have no clue how to get around LA. My God. I mean, I'll be devil's advocate and say, whoa. <laughs> they know that a job, but they've been here for six months now. God. <laughs> it's a joke, but not a knock-knock joke. I was in that one. I was in. But oh, been, yeah, I've seen it. I've been driving. It's not very good. I've been driving around LA now. No day is the same. You'll either have an excellent adventure or a bogus journey. <clears throat> COVID was a breeze, man. The streets were empty. It was like the earth. It was like the day the earth stood still. No. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, you're just on a point break turn. <laughs> I'm Riverside. You don't have to go there, man. I'm going after him. I'm going to speed this up. I said that in speed. <laughs> And uh, with that, we lost contact with Keanu. Um, Johnny I'm Mnemonic. Pretty sure he's okay for Matrix. <laughs> so, Al, is Keanu a part-time taxi driver? Or can Rufus read commands? I think Rufus can read commands. He bloody well can. I think I read something about that the other week, actually. Mm. It's a lovely stuff. Well, thanks, too. Um, what else have you got for us? Want to be sport? Yes, please. Well, this week, I was a sport shop in London. They'll open this week with a punch bag giveaway. Whoever hits it the hardest wins. So everyone's waiting their turn. St. Peter turns up. Yeah. You know him? Upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. St. Peter turns up and he says to someone in the queue, Ah, oh, shit, I think we got the wrong joke. Ah. And they reply, No, no, you just got the wrong punchline. <laughs> oh, lovely still. One new. Health with Dr. Doris. Yeah, all right, that's patient calling us for a sick note this week. Yesterday, in fact. On your birthday, Stu, of course. Um... His boss said that he called in sick yesterday and said he had coronavirus and needed to be tested if he wanted to come back to work. But the patient said, no. I said I had a case of corona and I wasn't coming into work. <laughs> the div. Speaking of booze, speaking of beer. Yeah. I had a patient in that struggled with, um, I struggled with him a lot this week. 
I said to him, look, I can't find the root cause of what your illness is, but I think it might be because of the drinking. And the patient said, well, in that case, then I'll come back when you've sobered up. How are you? In uh, business, Noel Edmonds is to take over as chief clown for Cirque du Soleil. Oh, lovely. Asked if he's nervous, Noel said, a little bit, but after all, I do have big shoes to fill. Grungly <laughs> <laughs> oh, bottom. What's on the telly? Cougar Town, Bradford. All the self-titled MILFs got into more <laughs> catastrophes this week. Self-titled MILFs. <laughs> Many catastrophes there. What? Let's just um, pause that one there. Oh. And the weather's going to be shady. Oh, lovely. Well, thank you, Stu. You're that right? was in the news, You're and right? now it is time for Dinosaur Park Goes Tits Up. Aye. Aye. In each episode, we give each other a film to go and watch within the two weeks. Did you watch yours this week, Al? I did. Watch oh, it the other day. I briefly watched mine on the way here. Yep. <laughs> two fucking weeks to watch it. I failed. <laughs> I always watch it, though, either the day before or two <clears throat> days before. I watched it last night. Well, I watched it on the train, but I didn't even get to the part where Gordon Bombay meets the team. So I'm hoping your question's for the first five minutes. <laughs> Good luck, then. <laughs> um, but yeah, um. So from what I got from Mighty Ducks, I've watched it many times, so I've pretty yep. much, I've, I know the film pretty much. You got a tagline? Yeah. Quack, 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 key, key eater. <laughs> well, mine, Stu, mine was Mike Bassett, uh, football, England manager, mm-hmm. and my tagline is, how Sam Allardyce would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 100% record. Yeah. 95th minute winner, but still. So Stu, while the film is still fresh in your mind, should I give you your five questions? Yeah, yeah. Well. So here you go, here's five questions for Mighty Ducks. Question one, who is um, Bombay playing for at the start? The Hawks. The Hawks, that's right. That he's a hawk. As if that management would let, let, treat that little kid like that. I know, he's horrible, isn't he? He's sitting on the ice, he's like, you fucking idiot. Question two, what is the name of um, George Bombay's boss? Um, Duxworth. Yes, Mr. Duxworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Duxworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Duxworth. I'm Charlie Sheen's brother, Mr. Duxworth. <laughs> I'm less successful than my father, Mr. Duxworth. <laughs> he was a prisoner, Mr. Duxworth. <laughs> Question three. <laughs> what, quack, quack, quack. <laughs> what is the Mighty Ducks team's original name? What, the Anaheim Ducks? No, they're the, the District 5. Oh, I thought you meant the, the Ducks. Oh, no, I meant that. Oh, all right, never mind. Uh, question four, what is Fulton Reed's shot average? Oh, one in 20-something. No, it's one in five. One in five, fuck. Yeah. And then he does it at the end, one in one. So that's uh, brought his average down. And finally, question five. Uh, you're lucky because it's near the start. What does the license plate say of George Bombay's car? It's at the start. He gets pulled over for a drink driving. Yes, I know. What does it fucking say? Born to win or something like that? Just win. Just win. I know something. Unlucky. Well done, you got two. 13-1, isn't it, his record? I knew that bit. Yeah. Got my big office. <laughs> How many did you get? Two. Two, yeah. Not bad. Right, Al. Uh, you got Mike Bassett then. What was England's score against Mexico in the group stages? Uh, they lost. They did lose, yes. Was it 4-0? 4-0. And they were full of praise for Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> they were bloody good. Hey, they? three cheers for the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he sacks him. Yeah. 
England qualifier when Turkey lose to what team in their final qualifying match? Oh god. Um Oh god, I don't think I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna have to take a stab in the dark. It's not Armenia, is it? Luxembourg. Oh that's it, Luxembourg, yeah. Lose 2-0, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Luxembourg got a last minute winner. Uh, last minute goal to take it to 2-0 and knock Turkey yeah. out and then go through on default. Um, which player does Mike Bassett repeatedly drop from the side? Tong- is it Tonka? Tonka, yeah. yeah. Farted in the back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> when he scores and he takes all his clothes off. <laughs> yeah. The Maradona goal. Yeah. <laughs> this film's clown. I can't, I can't, I must have forgot how good it was. It was fucking the brilliant. TV show's on YouTube. Watch the TV show. It's, I think it takes place afterwards. I'll have a look. Uh, which team does Mike Bassett uh, manage before England? Norwich. Yeah. And the name of the assistant played by Bradley Walsh? Oh, I can't remember his name. Dave Dodds. Dave Dodds, yeah. Uh, you got... You got two as well. No, I've got three. Oh, you got Tonka, yeah, three. Yeah. So that now is 10-1, Stu. Still coming back. So still coming back. What, still 13 letters to Yeah. Go. So do you want your uh, tiebreaker? I did this last time. I, I was losing. Yeah, you got... Yeah, then you I started back. watching them. So, Stu, your tiebreaker is... What special move does George Bombay teach Charlie, which he uses against the Hawks in the oh, penalty shoot at the end? The, the thing on the penalty. Yeah, what's it called? The flying V. No, it's the triple deke. Yeah, that's it. I didn't get that far today. Did you know that the flying V is actually an illegal move in ice yeah, hockey? Yeah. <laughs> so? It's Bombay, isn't it? Yeah, do I want? Born to win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, born to win. Just win. Just win. Are your type of... Would have been the name of my wife. Um, I can't remember. Uh, Sheila? Karen. Oh, Karen, yeah. So, Stu, uh, we're now moving on to the letter N. I've picked a good film for you. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Netflix, Nightcrawler. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's why he does the camera. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Good. Okay, so I've got Nightcrawler for you. Good. You've got Napoleon Dynamite. And <laughs> what's that on? Netflix as well. Ah. Tina! Borrow my Blu-ray. But no, it is. I saw it on uh, Netflix earlier. I thought you'd like that. Tina, come get some help. <laughs> hey, you think I can throw a football over those mountains? <laughs> <laughs> He's in um, White Lotus. Is he? Yeah, Uncle Rico. Think I got where I am today, dressing like Peter Pan over here? <laughs> Grab my arm. <laughs> the other arm. <laughs> my other arm. It's hurting my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I go home to Starlight each night. Forget about it. <laughs> Look at what I'm wearing. <laughs> you watch the roundhouse get kicked to the face wearing <laughs> these bad boys. Forget about it. <laughs> Rex Quanda, he's brilliant in it. Bounty of Sensei. <laughs> Bounty of Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> Grab my arm. The other arm. My, my other arm. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> The Rex Quando seems the best part. Of yeah. Oh, God, I love that film. <laughs> they should do a film about him. <laughs> right, <laughs> so that was... Skyler. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dancil Pot Goes Titsil. And now it's time for Tales <laughs> Down the Bag O' Nails. <laughs> My other arm. <laughs> <laughs> rabbit, 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 To the best pub in the world, the Bag O' Nails. Bag, bag, bag actually, nails. When you actually really go down there, 
it's a bit disappointing. <laughs> that sandwich was nice, yeah. Yeah, it was nice, yeah. I just wanted more of Bev or any yeah, of the characters we really meet. I can take some of them pubs in them if you want. All right. <laughs> so, Stu, it was your turn to go down this week. Yep. Did you meet someone interesting? Yeah, I did. Who was it? Rex Wando. <laughs> Grab my beer. The other beer. My other beer. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> now, the Joseph Vetmer. Oh, nice. Not like he's related to the you know, like the game of the uh, Stranger Things. Not, not him. All right. Not him. Not him. No. Uh, yeah. Joseph Vetmer, obsessed with crime, born in Oldshot. Yep. Um, you want the tank? Yes, please. Thank you. And click. All right. Have you what? Yeah, all right. Yep. Get in here. Yeah, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. Forget about it. Forget about it. I think they're the title of this episode, don't we? So, um, out for a walk. Saw a sign outside the PlayStation that said, Man wanted for robbery. Went in and applied for the job. But I've obviously got the wrong end of the stick. And <laughs> they wanted a man for a robbery. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, my mates Victor and Timothy, they were arrested for a bank robbery the other day. But they're denying it. They ain't done it. They ain't done it. They ain't done it. They're saying it's a victimless crime. No, God. So it can't be them, can it? Like punching someone in the dark. <laughs> someone said they saw me robbing the Apple store. I said, well, what does that make you? And an eyewitness... Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good, that. I like that. <laughs> I was in Egypt the other day. Lovely place. Yeah. Fucking hell, though. Bloody hell. Anyway, I tried to lift some of those uh, replica statues of the Great Pyramids, but bloody hell, they're fucking heavy, aren't they? <laughs> I didn't get away with that one. I think that's why the pyramids are still out there, not in the British Museum. Couldn't lift them over to the UK, could they? <laughs> fucking heavy. Fucking hell. Should have built them there. <laughs> tried to rob a bank once I did. Went really wrong, though. Pregnant lady, uh, expecting triplets apparently at the time. She got in the way and basically she was shot and so were the babies and all. All three of them. But they all survived, don't worry about it, they all lived. She and all the uh, babs survived and, um, but the, each baby had the bullet lodged in them. Now we said to the, um, apparently the doctor said to the, uh, the pregnant lady, don't worry, it'll pass in time, they'll be fine. Years go by, one of the, um, one of the kids comes down and he goes, Mum! Just had a piss and a bullet came out. And she's like, oh, it's that, is it? Yeah, well, many years ago, son, <laughs> I was shot. <clears throat> and so were you, and so were your brothers. We all survived. You all had a bullet lodged in you. Oh, cheers then. Second son comes down, and he's like, Mum, just had a piss and a bullet came out. She's like, fuck, you know, yeah. The same to your brother. Um, you know where this is going, don't you? Yeah, I've heard, the, I've heard it before. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, we got shot. And yeah, yeah. Pass yeah, free yeah. and you'll be fine. Don't worry, it's like. So then the third lad comes downstairs crying his eyes out. She's like, let me guess, you've had a piss and the bullet comes out. She went, he went, no, mum. I was having a wank and I shot the dog. So they fell. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> One nil. Had that Forget day. about it. That's how you told me. That I laughed for fucking ages. <laughs> well, brilliant. Thanks to I'll be going down the bag, bag of nails next uh, next episode. I might meet Rex Quanda. <laughs> yes, come on. Uh, but now let's move on to Mike Reed's top tips. Why, fuckers? <laughs> 
in each episode, Stu finds a tape with two tips from Mike Reed on it. Stu, have you got a uh, got a tape for us? It's the beat Max. Thank you. And click. Oh, I did. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. <coughs> Mike Reed is sorry, I'm having a cough this week. Mike Reed here. <coughs> Cut more tips you to uh, get through life. Lion timers. Add extra excitement to placing your head in a lion's mouth by first putting a fruit pastel on their tongue. <laughs> Very good. Makes it really edgy, it does. Trust me, man. Trust me. Anyway. Imagine seeing that. <laughs> What's he got in his hand? I think it's a fruit pastel. Short for time. Or carry a 10-foot barge pole around with you at all times in case you come across something you wouldn't touch. <laughs> then you can say, I wouldn't touch that with this. <laughs> Point at the pole. And same thing you have to say, a 10-foot pole. Every time. <laughs> now here's my mate, Terry Wogan. I'll introduce him next, it's all right. <laughs> all right. Each week, Terry Wogan fucks off around Ireland somewhere and he's got a tale about it. Terry, over to you. Thanks a lot, Darren. Mike Reed. Morgan here. This week I went to one of Ireland's best pub, the Dog's Bollocks. No, beg your pardon. It's the Randy Leprechaun. Anyway, so I go in and I see... I say to a, a packed bar. <coughs> and then I say to a packed bar, I know you lot can drink. I'll give 500 euros to anyone here who can down 10 points of Guinness back to back. The room goes... Not a sound. You hear a pen drop. Room goes quiet, so it does. Nobody takes me off. Even one man left. Anyway, 30 minutes pass. And there's a tap on my shoulder. I turn around, it's the man who left earlier. He says to me, Is your Guinness patch still on there, la? I say, Yes. I get the bartender to line them up, eh? Oh, I've done Welsh. Fucking hell. <laughs> Anyway, the fella's knocking these uh, one at a time. Quick down, one, down in one in, down in another. Uh, till he finally reaches all ten, all gone. Just like that. The whole bar's cheering, rubbing arms, and I'm having to pay this bastard 500 euro. And the, uh, I say to the young fella, I ask him, look, where did you go for 30 minutes? And he said, well, sir, I went to the pub down the road and had to see if I could do your challenge <laughs> first. <laughs> But I mentioned there before taking you up on the offer and I came back and did your 10 points there, so I did. Ha! Join me next week when I'll be with Al from the Stone Outpod, where we'll be going conquering in, um, where are we going, Al? Uh, um, it's, uh, Newtown, um, Newtown, Linford. That's not an island, though. <laughs> All right, uh, Craggy Island. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Stu. So, uh, that was episode f- uh, f- 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 59. Mm. So let's get the uh, let's get the uh, business stuff out of the way, Stu. So if you would like to contribute in our next top three, which is Stu, top three... I'm going to stop you there, Al. What? Just had a letter. Just okay. had an email in. Let's just get this out of the way and we'll go to the funny stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> really an email. All right, hold on. So, Stu, the next top three is? Uh, top three UK seaside towns. Frank, just Google it, mate. <laughs> yeah. Whatever comes up first. Just have Skegness, it. Blackpool and... Um, and Margate. Margate, yeah, that'll be fine. Um, or you can contribute to 90s Corner. It is the 99 film. Um, you can get in contact Matrix. with us. Stu and Alpod, I think so. Stu and Alpod at gmail.com or at Stu and Alpod on Instagram and Twitter. So Stu, letter, email? Yeah, email on the letter. I mean, letter on the email. 
must have been listening to your um, admin stuff at the end there. All good. Um, so it reads, Dear Stu and Al, Dear Al, not Stu, thanks. Mm. Fair enough. Al, my foot is stuck in the drain hole in Blackpool by the pub near the beach. Can you come and help me? That's dated October 15th. <laughs> 2021. Oh, <laughs> oh God. shit. Um, well, uh, yeah, well, I've had three beers, so I might have to do it tomorrow. I can't reply. All oh, right. Well, if you're listening, well, then I'll, I don't know if he's listening, then the podcast will be out next Friday. I'll be there on the Saturday. So, week on Saturday, I'll be there. I'll help you out, don't worry. Hope you're still there, mate. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a year and a month. Yeah. Sure, someone has opted by now. So, Stu, I've got a, a, a game for you. <coughs> like, okay. At the end, um, so it's it's a game that I invented. Magic? Is it magical? <laughs> I like magic. It's magical. <laughs> I've got a game for you, Stu, which I call friend or foe. Ooh, interesting. Um, now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out um, pairs of names, and you have to decide which one you would have as your best friend, but which one you would have as your mortal enemy. Do I have to have a reason behind? You have to have a reason behind it. Okay. So let's start off with an easy one: Robson and Jerome. Uh, Jerome is my friend and Robson is my foe. Why? Because Jerome was in Game of Thrones, Robson wasn't. Excellent, well, good choice. Uh, Uncle Dorogay and Jackie D. Can I have them both as foes? No. Then I'd have to go for Uncle Dorogay as my friend. Ooh, but you really want Jackie D as an enemy? I'd have Jackie D as my friend yeah, and good Uncle choice. Dorogay as a foe. Excellent. Excuse to kill him then as well. <laughs> Stu. Uh, Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. Oof. <laughs> Um, Trump as a friend, Boris as an enemy. Oh, that's probably best. Yeah. Uh, Donald Duck and Goofy. Uh, Goofy as a friend, Donald Duck as the enemy. Mm-hmm. And finally, Paul and Debbie McGee. <laughs> Debbie is more than a friend. <laughs> yeah. And Paul is an enemy. <laughs> dead as fuck. Yeah, but we still not alive. a lot. I wish she's dead as well, isn't she? Nah, she. Oh, still alive. All right, well, um, thank you for listening. If you magically came out to life, I'd magically kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for, for the listening. Uh, remember to contribute. It's right. past eight. So shall we say goodbye, Stu? Goodbye. Goodbye.